0: And welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And with me today is Nikki from the In Bed with Nikki podcast. And before we begin, I'd like to give her the opportunity to tell us a little more about herself and her podcast
1: before we start the game. Thanks, Lindsay. Um, as you said, name's Nikki here. I, every week I get uh, letters and confessions from everyone around the world discussing their sexual fantasies. It's anything between completely vanilla to very explicit. It's, you know, and at the end of each story, um, I always talk about it and think about it outside the box and how you can explore it with your partner
0: yeah it like I, like I was telling Nikki before we started recording, it's it's not what I expected in a good way. like it's I like how everything kind of like flows really well together from the introduction through sharing the confessions through a, like you said, your interpretations of it. It's actually a really smooth listen if that makes sense. like it's very yeah. easy to listen to and it does get pretty hot. Like some of the some of the stuff does get really hot, but then there's also some stuff that really makes you laugh based off what you share.
1: I know. <laughs> Thanks, but it does make you think. Out, I like to make people think outside their box and maybe explore something, and not in and showing these people that there are other people out there like themselves that may have that fantasy or may have that desire. It may not be the exact desire, but it still maybe falls in their realm. Mm-hmm. And we're not alone and we all have sexual desires and to see somebody else. And I get letters a lot saying thank you so much for making me feel normal and human for wanting to try this, this, through that, or giving I have I'm having a lot of couples right in now, which is amazing. I never I you know, as I've said in a couple of your recent episodes that um Matter of fact, one of them always pops into my head is a woman going to a massage parlor and is um I never thought of a woman, you know, there are typically when you think of it, it's oh, a man goes into the man that type of massage parlor. You never Mm -hmm. think of, I never thought of, even though we could. Mm -hmm. I just I never thought about it. I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. And I had somebody write back here recently saying, you know, we I took my wife to one and I I waited into the, you know, he waited out and he took my advice and waited out into the spare room and he made them, he asked them to put them in the room closest to him. So he had to visualize in his mind what was going on. And he said that was hotter than actually being in the room. That's cool. I know, right? (laughs) Not something I would have thought of. No, I know. And then I brought that up during the show is like having your lover. Would you take your lover or your partner? Into the room with you, regardless, you know, wh- who your partner was, and mm-hmm. have them watch, even oh, if it was, it was just a regular massage. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of another human touching you and they, if you've ever had a massage, regardless if it's, you know, medicinal or erotic, it's still very erotic because it's a human touch. Mm-hmm. You know, I that's why when your body relaxes, you get I, I always fall asleep, honestly. But,
0: I, I find myself struggling not to fall asleep when I'm getting a massage, it's uh, uh-huh. it's one of the few times where I can actually like fully relax around somebody else, which yeah. is interesting considering they're still a complete stranger.
1: Exactly. And then the, the other one that I read that stuck out was a woman, actually, not that we don't call like a call guy, I guess we're going to call him, you know? Yeah. She actually went and did um, like a street corner girl. And again, it's one of those where we don't hear about women picking up, you know, a woman of the night Mm -hmm. or lady of the night, you know, Mm -hmm. you just don't hear that. And I thought, not that we can't, Mm -hmm. but I thought, you know, I was like, good for her. Yeah. But I, not that I would personally would do that. That's a little risque in my department, um, safety wise, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Kudos for her. for. That's why I always look at it as kudos for them for exploring sexually and having a bit of adventure, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
0: I like how sex positive your show is. Like, if that makes sense, like no promoting or like applauding people for being open and honest about what they're into. And I appreciate the fact that it's like basically a safe space for these people to share their experiences and everything because nothing's taboo nothing's off limits with certain exceptions obviously that you note know right. at the top of your show but that's something that I really like because it's important for people to not feel stigmatized or ashamed of what they're into and I, I appreciate how your show is such an like I said like an open safe space for people to share what they probably can't share on a regular basis.
1: You know, I, I've been a phone sex operator for 17 years and in, in 99.9% of my callers are men. And so I, I can, and I do relate that, not that I don't relate to us as a lady or as a woman having desires that are not being met, but I do hear more of the men because that's where I did. But even the few ladies that do call me that, that I've had over the years I've, with anybody that calls and even on my show, I try very hard to give them that bubble and make them feel that that's our bubble that mm-hmm. it exists there. Not only that, I want you to leave with even if like um, you're listening and you're not into sucking cock if you're a man or a woman, I want you to leave with an open mind mm-hmm. of trying it, something, maybe the scenario, but with what you're into.
0: Mm hmm.
1: And another thing I grew up, I don't know about how you, but it's always not that this isn't true, but you always hear the word sex isn't everything. Mm hmm. And for me, in my relationships over the years, it's I think of a relationship as, you know, think of each important thing of your relationship, regardless of your marriage or a partner or however you want to categorize it, poly or whatever. There's a chain for everything like bills, children, yada, yada, yada sex is part of that chain regardless mm-hmm. what we say and if any part of that chain is broke chinked or weak the rest of it fails mm-hmm. so saying sex isn't important i think i agree in the overall scheme of things not either one of those chains can be 100 mm-hmm. percent. there is equal as one or the other And I never understand if you can't talk, if you can talk about bills, finances, your children, how they'd be raised or weird or buying a car or even deciding what's for dinner. And that could be a war on itself. Mm -hmm. Why can't you say, I need this? I would like to try this. And it doesn't mean that say, say you and I wanted to play. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, I always, I I always use the person in front of me. So say you and I wanted to play, but we weren't, really sure or say we were a couple and we weren't sure how we want to induce a man or another woman, I always say watch porn or if you and I are in open agreement, maybe we go out that night and we sit at a bar and we find someone that turns us on and maybe we talk to each other right there, but we never physically act on it until we're ready. But Mm -hmm. being able just to have that desire and we may never go past that Mm -hmm. ever. And that's okay. And that's okay, but it's just that you and I have found a way to communicate our desires, even if you might find that, say, you don't want another person in our relationship, but the thought that you're seeing me aroused by that may be very arousing to you. So it's okay to not be into what your partner's into, but finding a way that you can give your partner what they're into in a way that works for both of you. So, and that's what I try to bring the table to my show is, is finding you can't have one, somebody 100% giving all the time. It just doesn't work. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. You want your partner to run beside you and be with you. But we also know how to, as a partner, you also need to know when it's time to lead, when it's time to let that person shine too. So it's a balance and it's constant work, but sex is just as important in a relationship and as, as all the other chains in your life. Mm -hmm. And as I always quote on my show from time to time, you'll hear me say I was raised by my dad. And I always joke, I don't know if he was talking about Home Depot and Lowe's or if he was giving me relationship advice. (laughs) But he always said to me, he goes, if you don't take care of your house and everything in it and be willing to redecorate it and move things around and change things from time to time, somebody else will come along and take what you took advantage of.
0: That's very good advice, actually. That's very solid advice.
1: Yes. And that can go with anything, not just sex. That goes with anything. Mm -hmm. That's very good advice. So, again, I don't know if I'm supposed to be shopping at Home Depot or Lowe's or (laughs) (laughs) get some new wall sconces. You know, (laughs) who doesn't need a new sconce on the wall? (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) What is your fantasy? Do you have a secret? We all have sexual fantasies or secrets. That's what my show's all about. My name is Nikki, and I'm the host of In Bed with Nikki. In this show, it's all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. Often, this is the very first time they've told anybody else about them you can find in bed with the key on Podchaser, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Full Swap Radio, and anywhere else you find your other favorite podcast. And remember, for every problem, there is a solution, and I call it an orgasm. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Bye for now. What
0: well, would you like to start the game?
1: I would love to start the game.
0: Perfect. So, your first slang term is farting crackers
1: <laughs> I, i'm really about be- honestly just you know i oh my god i'm i've never seen the movie but i'm thinking somebody posted they were reviewing this movie the other day is um i'm thinking of the teeth and she's in the bathtub so but i'm actually <laughs> thinking the ass is the teeth and it's like it didn't like the cracker, and it's spitting out the cracker everywhere. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. But on a side note, since I do talk to a few Brits out there, that I I totally understand why we fled and put the tea, in the, in the, in the, and that's why Boston's rivers are are brown. I'm still convinced of this is because the old tea is at the bottom, and that's how potent that shit was. That's why. So (laughs) that's my theory and I'm sticking with it. But so I'm thinking it has something with, you know, like someone said something bad and, you know, they go from there and they're like, you know, they're spitting out crackers or farting out crackers. I guess is what it is. Like, (laughs) it's a bad thing, you know, that's I guess that's what I'm kind of going for there. How wrong am I?
0: (laughs) It's actually, believe it or not, it's a synonym for trousers.
1: I'm going to ask my British fan or when I get off here, I'm like, is it you know, I'll run it by him and see what he says.
0: Yeah, I I call bullshit a little bit on that. But because I certainly wouldn't be like, oh, I got to put on my farting crackers. You know, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like the last thing I would have said. But uh, I also didn't grow up in the Victorian era. So maybe that is what they used to
1: say. But, yeah, I, I, I just texted real quick. I said, do you fart crackers? <laughs> yeah, we'll see what he says. Go on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well your your second term is beard splitter.
1: Beard splitter. Beard splitter. Oh huh. Beard splitter. First I thought you said beer splitter. And I'm like, well, that's just a cheap friend. That's just and a lazy person. That is a very lazy person. And and yeah. Uh someone you won't invite out for a second run of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Beard splitter. Oh, um, and then it sounds like somebody's really creative with an axe. I'm just seeing, <laughs> you know, those those really shapely, sexy beards going on, yep. you know? Yeah. I, I see this. Why do I see this axe commercial where he's like, hi yeah." And it's perfectly split. And so now it's like like a bad version of the mustache thing where it curls. Yeah. It, it, it splits it like that. I'm sure there's a cartoon out there that did it, you know when I was growing up probably and that's what I'm thinking of when it splits and it curls I would say uh beard splitter is that where like somebody here I go again is that where somebody says something they're like oh no kind of thing like oh my gosh like because I would consider maybe a pearl clutcher has gotten offended so (laughs) what we would say in my industry oh no we have the pearl clutcher's fanning because we got red fingernail polish on (laughs) (laughs) how dare you how dare you Fred Oh my God, your collar. See, I would be horrible in Victorian era because my boobs sit high. <laughs> so I would have, they would have me in like the hazmat suits and I would still be wearing the red A everywhere. <laughs> <'Cause> my <laughs> boobs are set too high. <laughs> he boobs are on too high. Harlot. <laughs> you I'll be like, yeah, well, your
0: daddy didn't complain. <laughs> When he took off this hazmat suit, <laughs> <laughs> he was willing to expose himself to
1: it. it, it very much so. Uh, beard split. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, the pearl clutching thing because it just was funny. And we ran with it.
0: <laughs> Apparently, a beard splitter is someone who enjoys women.
1: Right. Sort of. Sort of we right. Our way. Kind of. I'm
0: going with it. It's a type of beard that was sp- split. I guess.
1: <laughs> well, remember the daddy liked it. So we can be yes. carlets. Yeah. There you go.
0: There we go. We were right. I'm taking that one. I'm going to give <laughs> you that one. Cause you got there in the end. We got there. I can talk my way into a lot of things. I think. <laughs> oh, I just thought that one was very funny. So I had yes. to include that one. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> well, I would like to thank you for joining me today, Nikki, for can you crack the cramp word it was an absolute <laughs> delight having you on the show this was a blast i would love to do this again <laughs> so before we go did you want to let our
1: listeners know where they can find you on social media yeah you can find me on twitter or instagram at d n-i-k-k-y 162 you can find me anywhere you find this lovely favorite podcast of yours. You can also find it at com, where you can also send me confessions anonymously. There you go. Thank you again for coming on this show
0: and as always I'm Lindsay and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime. The Oracle Network